so hard to not abuse animals. You know, it's it's so hard not to abuse animals. That's the problem. Can't can't such a difficult task. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all the girls. Good morning, Beatles. Good morning. Hello, my beautiful vegan friends. You know, I'm in Connie House again, as you can, if you if you've been watching since the online since the road saga began, you'll recognize the digs. I'm here with my uh, my friend the hedgehog back there. <laughs> but uh, I, I I put I there's only one place to do this, and it's in the closet of my room at Connie House, and Connie House is Peta housing. If you didn't know about it, it's pretty cool because um, when you're in Norfolk, about a half a mile from PETA headquarters, they have a super secret, is it a secret? It's a super secret house that only people who work at PETA are allowed to stay at. And you never know who you're going to run into here because there's, I think, I think there's eight rooms and the shared kit. There's two kitchens, a kitchen on each level, and you get to meet all sorts of people. It's exciting. Plus, you get to drink carny tears out of fun cups like this. I think the carny tears are old. They're the same. I think it was the same bag of coffee that I had last time I was here, and that was three months ago. So... Other than that, though, I really love staying at the Connie House because, you know, it's it's like a it's like it's like having um like a sleep it's like it's like a like a sorority slash fraternity like a co-ed fraternity I don't know what you'd call that like a like a like a like a hostel for PETA employees and it's really kind of fun to, <laughs> to spoil me to spoil movies yeah I don't know. <laughs> Ethically based ex omnivore, you unsubbed. What the heck? How did that happen? You're a you're a channel member. How did you unsub? I don't understand. Hi Benji. Hey Jackie Boyle. And I don't know why it's so hard to not abuse animals. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make doesn't make one lick of sense to me. So I drove about six and a half, seven hours, something like that, to um to Norfolk, Virginia, where I finally found that I got to see the chicken truck, got to learn how to turn on the music of the chicken truck. Music? It's not really music. It's like horrific sounds of chickens being tortured. So you roll up and you blast the sound of chickens being tortured outside of this amazing truck. Um, the news, the, the press release has already been out there there's already the press releases here's the PETA press releases right there on wheels incoming the chickens come squawking the first time we're going to be there is one south at the plaza east trade and south tyron streets in charlotte we'll be there at 12 noon thursday that's tomorrow there's the picture of the truck i'll be driving i'll be the guy talking to people out in front there's you can't really tell but at the very top corners 
there's speakers and those speakers blast the sounds of the uh, of, of dead of ch dying chickens but um recorded sounds the birds cries uh, and a subliminal message every 10 seconds suggesting that people go vegan. The vexations, the vexatious vehicle, the vexatious vehicle. <gasps> I'm going to be driving the vex. I'm, I'll be, I'll be in charge of the vexatious vehicle. I'm, I'm not, vexatious. That should be the word of the day. Um, <laughs> circle one South at Plaza home to Chick-fil-A, Tupelo honey, and other meaty eateries before moving on to confront Charlotte diners at Dave's hot chicken, haberdash, bossy, Beulah's, Beulah's, Lulu's express, Viva chicken and Eagle food and beer hall and Buffalo eats as part of the group's East coast tour. That's me. I'm the East coast tour. Man, I like it. Tracy Ryman, the vice president, executive vice president, behind every barbecued wing or bucket of fried chicken is a once living sensitive individual who was crammed onto a truck for a terrifying, miserable journey to their death. That's what Tracy Ryman says. Peter's Hell on Wheels truck is an appeal to anyone who eats chicken to remember that the meat industry is cruel to birds and the only kind meal is a vegan one. That's true. The only kind meal is a vegan one. Do you like kindness or do you like murder? That's the that's the question. What do you think? Mm. <laughs> Trapped in the matrix says that's got to be the word of the day. Vexatious. Vexatious means to like a cursing. Vexatious. It curses you. It's, I am vexed. Vex. Let me see. Do you want to look up vexatious? Come on, we don't need to look up vexatious. But the vexatious vehicle is what I'll be uh, vying <laughs> is a vehicle that I'll with which I'll be vying for the attention of very vehement anti-vegans. PETA, whose motto reads in part that animals are not ours to eat, opposes speciesism, a human supremacist worldview, and offers a free vegan starter kit, a VSK, on its website. We call it the VSKs. Yeah. VSKs. How exciting are you? How exciting is that? Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm going to be on the vexatious vehicle tour. We call it the how tour, the hell on wheels tour. I like calling it the hell tour because it's hell on wheels tour. Peter Pan, that's me. Abaza CL kept mispronouncing Peter's name on his last live. He did. What did he say? Did he call it Peta? What did he call it? He called it Peta. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I didn't check out his last live, but I've been talking with Baza CL a lot lately because of the Wayne Xiong thing and his rap. I think um, he he brings up some good points about Wayne Xiong and uh, the cult that he leads. So I don't know. It's it's a little bit. What are you gonna do with what are you gonna do with Wayne Xiong? I don't think it's right to tell people to go out and get arrested. Admit it. You had enough of spoilers and unsub like me, but then came back because we were gluttons for punishment. You unsub trapped in the matrix. Why would you do that? You're so mean to me. Salads in the chat. <laughs> I have no idea what happened either, Sky. I clicked on the channel and it showed I was unsubbed. That's why I was super confused. But that happens sometimes. Oh, I like it. The chicken coop. I like that too. That's a funny, the chicken coop. Ah, that's a, 
the English call it a coupe, the chicken coupe. I like the alliteration there. Coffee is a decent shelf life. Not really. Not no. This was old coffee when I got here, and it's been sitting there for over a hundred days now. I think uh, it's bad. It's bad. No sir. No sir. I don't like it. Remember the horse and Ren and Stimpy. No sir. I don't like it. The word of the day is detritus. I really love this word. I used to call it detritus. I used to think that's how it was pronounced. It's one of those words that I would read, and I would get just get it mispronounced and then so, finally i heard someone say it out loud and i was like <sighs> you ever have that feeling where you've been pronouncing a word the wrong way the whole time one time i um i met a girl and uh i liked her and she said macabre and i thought it was so cute because of course the word she was trying to say was macabre but she said macabre i'll never forget that <laughs> Um, but detritus is actually the way you say it. It's like make it's like saying garbage or all the shit that's all around. Ref, detritus re refers to debris. That is the pieces that remain when something breaks, falls apart, or is destroyed. It's too big to be a planet. Like you know when uh, Han Solo rolls up onto um, what was that planet that they destroyed with the Death Star? I don't know. Princess Organa's planet what for alderon they come up to where alderon's supposed to be but there is no alderon the only thing left is detritus the detritus of alderon on her trip to central america she was fascinated by how much people have learned from the detritus of ancient civil ancient civilizations it's true we do learn a lot from the detritus of ancient civilizations the detritus of she's <laughs> spoilers <laughs> I'm sorry to have spoiled Star Wars for you. <laughs> they blow up Alderaan, where Princess Leia's from. I'm terribly sorry to ruin that for you. Flotsam and Jetsam. <laughs> you tend to you tend to unsub and resub two to three times a day. It's so hard. Well, that makes sense. I know how hard it is. It is hard not to abuse animals. I noticed that actually because I don't have that many subscribers, I get a lot of where it's like I look at it and I'll say, what the hell? Two people unsubscribed? And then by the end of the day, I'm back up. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? The only thing I could think of, I hear that YouTube will like literally go through and sweep people out, unsub people. I don't know why they would do that though. Why would they do that? I don't know. George Harrison was a singer and songwriter who achieved international fame as the lead guitarist of the Beatles. That's true. George Harrison. Why are you talking about George Harrison? He died 22 years ago. Talk about spoilers, Paul Campbell. Yeah, George Harrison died today of cancer because he got stabbed in the throat. It was a bummer. God damn it. I know a Mexican girl who said years she must be snouting tacos and fajitas. How do you mispronounce tacos and what she's saying? Vagitis, tacos and vagit, tacos and vagitis. How do you say vajitas incorrectly? One of the two is me. Yeah, probably. Thanks, thanks, thanks for keeping me on my toes. The Matrix, trapped in the Matrix. All right, so detritus and contacts, LA sidewalks, the detritus of urban life. She's chronicling the detritus of urban life. All right, let's see where it comes from. If you use detritus in speech, remember to stress the second syllable as you do with the word arthritis 
and bronchitis. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, bronchitis, arthritis, and detritus. Mm. It sounds like a fun new song. I've got arthritis, bronchitis, and detritus. Once you've mastered its meaning and pronunciation, you'll find that detritus is a term, originally a geology term, referring to loose materials such as broken rock fragments resulting from disintegration. No disintegration. That's also from Star Wars, where uh, Boba Fett and, uh, and and Darth Vader interact. No disintegration. As you wish. That can be <laughs> applied with the detritus of summer's plants. Hold on. I'm got... They can be applied in many solutions and situations. After the first hard freeze of fall, gardens are littered with the detritus of summer's plants and produce, stalks, leaves, vines, and maybe even an abandoned hand trowel. As a flood-swollen river retreats to its banks, it leaves detritus, debris gathered by the raging waters in its wake. The detritus of civilization may include junkyards and abandoned buildings, while mental, while mental detritus may include all kinds of useless trivia. I've got a lot of mental detritus. We're not saying it qualifies as such, but detritus comes from the Latin root deterere, meaning to wear away or impair. Detritus. There you go, guys. Um, I hope that you are able to use the word detritus. The detritus of carny, the detritus of carny excuses. The carny excuses amount to the detritus of all that's wrong with culture and society. There you go. I like it. Tacos and vaginas. Yeah, that's I uh, never heard that one. <laughs> YouTube takes views from videos too. My vegan Q and A had 140 views, but it's down to 112. Why would they do that though? Huh? I don't understand that. I don't get it. Gyro. Yes, you know it's funny. Euro, I, I hear people say gyro all the time, and I'm like euro. And they, like even on the road, someone was like, "What do you mean euro?" And I went, "That's how you pronounce that word." That's no, no, it's gyro. And I had to be like, "No, look it up, assholes. Look it up, Joseph. I knew someone that pronounced gyro. You could pronounce it. It's English. Pronounce anything you want, but don't argue with me about it. I don't I don't call people out for mispronouncing things. Pronounce things any way you want. For years, I pronounced it detritus instead of detritus. For years, I did that. I was probably 25 before I knew that it was pronounced detritus instead of detritus. So hashtag poor Joseph doesn't know how to pronounce things. Poor Joseph doesn't know how to pronounce any things. He's in Canada right now he's in canada protesting fur i think he's he's, he's doing some kind of animal protest in, in canada which i'm sure he'll have a fun time doing hopefully he won't end up in jail i don't want him to be in jail i care about joseph don't go to jail joseph if you're listening if you're watching joseph please don't go to jail that's your public service announcement from your Friendly neighborhood, Skyjack Morgan. I hope that you enjoy uh, everything. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. What am I going to do? <laughs> I don't know. So uh, the only thing going on in the news right now is more sad things about the uh, about the war in Gaza and Middle East. So I don't really want to talk about that. But I did want to mention just... Um, so 
the uh, I can't the AP has look at this look at what happens with AP now there's so many ads now I can't even use it I got to use a different a different uh look at this just like there's an ad here there's an ad here it's so this just adds the whole thing I can't even read the news anymore so such a such an annoying thing. Anyway, um, despite losing a bit to strike from the indictment, the references to that day's violence, defense attorneys have made clear that their strategies involving distancing the former president from the horde of rioters whom they describe as independent actors uh, at, the, at the Capitol. Uh, so it's not looking good for Trumpy. Do you think, the question is, do you think Trump is actually going to have any kind of repercussions for himself? I don't think so. I think Trump's going to be the next president. You heard it here. I don't think I, I think Trump's going to be president again because we're running an ancient old man against him. We need to run somebody else, someone who gets people excited because this is not exciting. It's not. Are you excited about the guy running against Donald Trump? I'm not excited about him. I just want him to win because I don't want Trump. So how that's not how to run a country. That's not how to win elections. We just, the thing about Democrats, and I don't even recognize myself as a Democrat because I feel like I'm way left of them. They like to lose. They're a bunch of losers. They love losing elections. And even despite themselves, they keep winning because Donald Trump is such a piece of shit. But Donald Trump always bounces back. So, are you excited about the next election? I'm not. I'm terrified of it. And we shouldn't have. Joe Biden should not be running for president. He's over 80 years old now. He'll be 86 if he wins. He'll be 86 when he leaves office. If I had an Uber driver and the guy told me he was born in 1942, he was born in 1942. 42. You see, he was born... Before president, he was tw he was twenty two when John F. Kennedy was shot. Twenty two years old when our president, when the last, when that the last assassination happened. Shit, he was voting. He probably voted for JFK. God damn! <laughs> if you're old enough to have voted for JFK, you don't. You shouldn't be president. How about that? I'm giving future for the law. Yeah, I'm giving. I'm. I'm giving it. Yeah, I think you're forgetting about we. Uh, we are 2024. Yeah, great. Yeah, totally. Robert Kennedy Jr. I'm not saying okay. RFK. RFKJ. RFKJ. Okay. The Kennedy. Who knows? I like. I like Gavin Newsom. But I don't care. Run somebody who can get people excited. This is a popularity contest. Not to mention the fact that Joe Biden doesn't have the record to get excited about anything. He's got nothing. And you could go ahead and tell everyone that he, he did a great job these last four years. It won't matter. It doesn't matter how great a job he did. Nobody cares because we're Americans. We're imbeciles. We're, we're morons. Salt of the earth type people. They don't know. They don't care. 
It's a popularity contest. They want to feel like somebody can put them back to sleep, that they've got the wheel. Oh, don't worry. I'm on the wheel, and you don't have to worry about it. Go back to sleep, America. Your government's at the wheel. Go back to sleep. That's what most people want. They're not like you and me, agitators. They're not like you and me, people who want to buck the mainstream and challenge the status quo. They're just normies. They just want to go back to sleep in the back of the of of, of the minivan. They don't want to be at the wheel. They want somebody they can trust at the wheel. And for some reason, most people trust Donald J. Trump. So here we are. Wait, that didn't sound right. <laughs> Before we know it, Sky will tell us something crazy like Darth Vader being Luke's father or something like that. No, of course not. Spoiler alert. Donald Trump takes the presidency and... Uh, we lose our democracy. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like. And you know, what's scary, what's what's really sad is that when they come, they're not going to come, they're not going to ruin the lives of people who look like me, they're, they, or who act like me, who believe things like I do. They're not coming for me. And I'm telling you, if we don't get somebody who is actually interesting and get, get, Biden out. We've got one year to do it. You got to get Biden out. You could you can go out in many different ways. I get somebody in who's interesting. But hey, you know, who am I? I'm just a guy who knows things. You know what? In food news, <laughs> in food news, we have mac and cheese. Oh my goodness. Can you believe this? The Crafts Iconic Blue Box is now going vegan. Look at this original flavor and white cheddar, not cheese, Kraft mac and cheese. Well, I don't know if Kraft is still owned by Altria. I think it is. I don't trust anything made by Philip Morris, but you know, not cheese is really interesting because the not whatever companies, they use AI to to create an um, a facsimile of different uh, animal products. And so they've come up with this product, mac and cheese. They use artificial intelligence to make it, made out of, uh, I'm sure, perfectly good polymers. And now you can eat mac and cheese. I remember when I first moved to Germany, they didn't have mac and cheese. And I, I asked my mom to go to Costco and get like a, one of those big packs with like 20 of these little boxes of mac and cheese. And I, I thought they were like gold. I don't know why. I didn't even eat that much mac and cheese when I lived in the United States. But when I moved to Germany and there was no, there wasn't an option anymore, all of a sudden I craved it. So I, I begged my mom to send this and ranch dressing. All these things that I used to eat makes me sick, right? It's so gross. But I was only 19 years old. And so I asked my mom to send it. She did. And I had mac and cheese. So I haven't had this type of grossness in a really long time. But I'll be honest with you. I kind of want to try this craft. I don't, I'm not so into the fast food places that sell, you know, impossible whoppers and all that garbage. I don't like it. But man, this one, this one reminds me of like when I'm a little kid type stuff. And I might, I don't know. It reminds me of my mom, reminds me of simpler times. You know what I mean? What do you guys think? Do you think that this is a life changer? Am I the only one? I'm usually against these types of things. But if I feel like if I'm into this, maybe other people, this not co, they make good shit, supposedly. I'm not, I don't think I've had anything by them yet, but I hear their shit's great. 
immense popularity, selling more than 1 million boxes daily. Kraft Mac and Cheese is so popular that it is considered Canada's de facto national dish. What? Highlighting its enduring global appeal. It's Canada's number one dish? Canada? Man, I was I, I was thinking really nice things about Canada today because I was editing videos with Sheena, very vegan mom, who's from Toronto. I was not thinking that Canadians are so gross. Trapped in the Matrix, what say you? Aren't you from Canada? We call it craft dinner here. <laughs> you call it craft dinner? Oh my god. <laughs> That is my favorite new Canadian factoid. Is that true? <laughs> is that just something you're saying? If that's true, I can't wait to meet a Canadian face-to-face -face so that I can make fun of them for this. Craft dinner. I had no idea. I had no idea. But now I want to try craft dinner. Is it say craft man? We call it KD. Craft <laughs> dinner. That's so funny. That's so funny. I've never, I did not know that till today. I'm today years old when I find out that about Canada. Canada. Just like facial tissue is Kleenex. Yeah, we do that too. Kleenex. We say we call it Kleenex too. We don't call it facial tissue. Might I have a facial tissue? Tissue. <laughs> they sell that's they sell so cheese is so popular captain cheese it's a de facto national dish of canada i have no idea that it was this it makes sense can it seems like something that every can because i imagine canadians by and large are people who don't like i think that the whole country is very like the midwest where they eat a lot of like cheesy goopy gooey stuff that doesn't have much flavor like <laughs> Like no, like no hot sauce and nothing like just really bland, but, but, but comforting, comforting food that's bland. And I think of that as like, as this, right? Something that they eat like children in Canada, apparently. <laughs> Canadians eat like children. That's what we've determined today. The craft dinner. <laughs> I literally did not know it was called mac and cheese until my niece moved to Illinois about 15 years ago and told me, what? You call, You thought it was called dinner? <laughs> what? what do you call other? So when someone says, hey, let's go out for dinner, you, um, you assume it's mac and cheese? Just the word dinner <laughs> means mac and cheese to you? What do you call dinner? Like evening supper. What do you call evening supper? <laughs> What's the last meal of the day in Canada? Supper, I'm guessing. You see, supper. My grandma used to say supper. Lunch, dinner, supper. That's what she called it. I'm not sharing anything with you no more. <laughs> I love it. Canadian iced tea is better than American iced tea. Well, that's that's goes. I'm not surprised about that. I do like some iced tea, though. Don't you think it's about time you come by and share a craft dinner, eh? <laughs> well, I didn't know that it was called dinner. And I, I love that, that I know that now. Thank you so much for enlightening me. I feel I feel a, a bit more edified at this moment. Thank you. My <laughs> wonderful, wonderful new thing to know. My favorite new factoid about Canada, Canada, is that you call it dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the national dish of Canada.
Kraft Heinz Knot Company creates plant-based versions of fan favorite foods that taste like the real thing. What's the real thing? Gross fucking powdered animal flesh and fluids. Change their eating habits. Change your eating habits, Canada. So I'm. Uh, so I think this is huge then, because Canada they're gonna be all thin and shit. If this is, I haven't tried any of these. I'm not very interested in like the, but this, I'm pretty interested in. I'm pretty interested in this vegan craft macaroni and cheese. I can't wait to try it. I hope I can try it on the road. I'm sure I can find some <laughs> boiling water to pour on this. It's so difficult to make. When I was a kid, though, I, I was I was already fancy. I used to put, like, oregano. I used to put oregano and a little paprika and, um, like, some spices into my mac and cheese and, like, chef it up, even as a kid. I like doing that because I like this thing called – I like to call flavor <laughs> – Flavor. I, I've always enjoyed flavors, um, unlike the Canadians. But I think what oh, better than craft breakfast? I, I think craft breakfast is um, what would. So what do the Canadians call? Oh, Canadians call breakfast those um, that gross ham that they call bacon, like Canadian bacon, right? Uh, why do you call uh, Sky? Do you call it sweet tea or ice? I don't. I can't stand sweet tea. No, I'm from California. When I lived in the South, everyone drinking sweet tea, I was like, it's so sweet. I can't even imagine. It's so sweet. It's disgusting. I can't, I can't do it. Um, but then like, because Coca-Cola is about the sweetest I can go. That's like the sweetest I want. Anything past that, I'm like, what makes me want to vomit? I feel like my teeth are rotting out of my skull when I drink something like sweet. Y'all got some sweet tie? Y'all got some sweet tie? Let's get some sweet tie. Weird Canada gets something and we don't have to wait till it goes through the U.S. and or QK first. True. I'm not going to lie. It's only appropriate that since I live in the trailer park, I try a craft dinner. And if I see it, you should. I would love that. Trailer parks. I feel like these, this is probably the number one dish. This is the national dish of trailer parks. <laughs> There's no shame in living in a trailer park, by the way. Uh, my grandmother lived in a trailer park till the day she died. And uh, I have no, I, I, I'm not, I, I know they get a bad rap. I think it's a beautiful little community that people normally build in trailer parks. And I think it's, 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 it's sad that people get made fun of and, and abused by it for, for doing it. My favorite flavor is flavored flavor. <laughs> I used to love Canadian bacon back in the day. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Canadian bacon? It's brilliant. Uh, that's another one. We call it pop, not soda, or it did at least used to have pop shops and only sold pop. Yeah. So Justina, my former traveling companion on the last tour is from Michigan and lives in Chicago and in Chicago, they call it pap. And so they call it, so we would say, uh, what do you, what do you, I need, I want to get some pap. Can we stop at, she'd say, can I stop at, um, her accent was pretty clean, but there were a couple things like she would say, dad, I was, I was talking to my dad <laughs> and she would say, Hey, put the cords in the cord backs. Let's go. Let's stop at Walmart so I can get a pap. <laughs> Certain words, I'd be like, what the fuck did you just say? Did you just say pep? Did you just say dad? <laughs> Bax? 
And so anytime I said, give me the box, I'd say, give me the backs, give me the backs, get in the cat. <laughs> That's how they talk in uh, Chicago. Uh, some places in USA pop or soda pop and some call it call also to Coke. Okay. So the only place where they call also to Coke is in Georgia. They Everything's a Coke. They, what kind of Coke do you want? That's down in Georgia where Coca-Cola comes from. That's true. It's a weird, it's a weird phenomenon. But if you're in Georgia, they just say, what kind of Coke do you want? And you say Sprite. <laughs> it's weird. Um, then in, in the North, they call it pop in the North in in the South West, we call it soda. And in the East coast, they call it soda. Yeah. They call it Pat. It's weird. There's a map. You can look at a map of America, how we call it. It's the same kind of thing like sneakers and tennis shoes and tennies and trainers, that type of thing. In Scotland, it's called ginger. <laughs> you won't get my pap. I'm telling, I'm telling dad. <laughs> he stole my, my brother stole my pap. I'm going to go tell my dad. Yeah. I met this guy from Michigan once. He kept saying he got his rough fixed. Yeah, his rough <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I finally figured it's the same time as roof. Oh, your roof. It's kind of like that scene in um in Snatch where he's like, you like digs? And he's like, what? Oh, dogs. Do I like dogs? <laughs> you like digs? You like digs? I used to call soda pop for years until my ex-wife kept giving me shite about it. She always said it sounded gross to say she wanted to drink my pop, LOL. <laughs> it's a little gross. By the way, you can go to veganofcourse.net and get this awesome shirt, Fruit Not Blood. I think it's a great shirt. It's good all year round because bats are in, da bats are in danger of going extinct because of white nose. And you can always, um, you know, white nose syndrome. And you can always, you know, um, support them by buying a shirt and let, let all the bats know that you love bats vegan of course.net is where you get all sorts of cool activist gear and fun stuff that's a word from our sponsors all right <clears throat> last minute let's see what we got here let's see what we got let's see what we got what happened today in history huh what happened all these god damn i hate all these ads everything's ads now banner ads don't work stop using them a possible date for the antioch earthquake in present-day syria hmm. it only killed 200 000 people can you imagine an earthquake killing a quarter million people? The world was so strange. And it's not that long ago. I was listening to Hardcore History. It's a podcast that Jess McKay recommended. Thanks, Jess. And the guy talks a lot about how, like, if he, he he's like a human lifetime is 50 years, let's say. And so he says, like, a human life is 50 years because of weird averages and infant death and all these things. So call a human life 50 years. And he's like... <clears throat> Eight, eight lifetimes ago, eight human lifetimes ago, it's like you're already, you know, pre-Columbian. You know, it's like it's not that long. He's talking about like the how the blips of history, that everything is temporary and that we keep thinking of these ideas of, of, of ethnicity as these permanent things. And they seem like they're permanent to you and me because we only last between 50 and 95 years. We're not going to last. So they seem like they're, you know, kind of written in stone, but they're not. They're actually just transient ideas, ideas of ethnicity. They're just strange things. And he's like, you know, if you go back just a few lifetimes ago, 
you get to the Cheddar Man of England, and Cheddar Man was black with blue eyes. He doesn't look like an Englishman of today. The Englishman of of, antiqu of antiquity, of the Englishman of antiquity, they look nothing like the English of today. What does that tell you about ethnicity? What does that tell you about our assumptions about what people look like depending on where they live? Completely changes over just a short amount of time. You love bats so much. I got a new bat um, badge. I told you a, a new, what do you call it? A patch. And I'd love to figure it out. I want to joke about ERH divorcing you because you called it pop, but feel that would be inappropriate. <laughs> I love them when they call you Big Papa. Well, I think it's I think it's fair that uh, talking about divorce is always a fun pastime. Uh, I don't like to engage in it very often. Thomas Edison's phonograph. Look at this asshole. Look at this is Thomas Edison. It's so weird to see him as such a young man. There he is with his cylinder, and he, he cranks it, and he can listen to people talk. He hand-cranked phonograph for the first time, 1877. Can you imagine nobody listened to music before then if some mofo wasn't playing it? There was a guy playing a horn, then you were allowed to listen. But if not, there was no music. <laughs> Think about that. I'll just a, no music and Edison. Edison was like Joe Biden's best friend. 1877. Joe Biden and and Thomas Edison probably knew each other. That's how old Joe Biden is. He remembers the old Victrola crank like my grandparents had an old victrola crank phonograph i thought it was so cool the speaker was made of wood he remembers that when that was new tech i remember it because it was so cool that there was something that old and the, the needle was huge it was like and the, the the records were made out of ceramics i mean that's how old he is. This guy, Thomas Edison, Edison, this is a wax cylinder. Every once in a while you find them, but not very often, but it's pretty dope when you do. Physicist Erwin Schrödinger publishes his famous thought experiment, Schrödinger's Cat, a paradox that illustrates the problem of the Copenhagen interpretation of quantum mechanics, 1935. Of course, Schrödinger's Cat is one of the most amazing ideas that I love to think about quite often um if you ever watch rick and morty they make lots of jokes about schrodinger's cat schrodinger's cat is a cat that's both alive and dead at the same time because quantum mechanics says until we witness what actually occurs all of those all of all outcomes are equally probable or not equally probable but are are equally likely to happen i guess i don't know that's quantum mechanics that all things have happened until we determine what has happened oof it messes with your brain. And so you take a cat, right? Here's the idea. You take the cat, Schrodinger. He's got a cat. Schrodinger, give me your, give me your cat, Schrodinger. He gives you your cat. You put the cat in a box. That box has a has a radioactive chemical that has exactly a 50% chance of killing the cat. And so now you don't know if the cat is alive or dead because he's in a box. So now what's in the box? What's in the box? A dead cat or a living cat? Well, according to quantum mechanics, the cat is both alive and dead at the same time. But knowing what we know about the nature of cats, that is clearly impossible. So quantum mechanics is bullshit. Or is it? So this is why 
I like to think about Schrodinger's cat because there are so many times in life where we don't know if the cat is alive or is the cat dead. So we have to just assume that both are true and try to get your head around that because it's going to make you feel better. Because worrying about whether or not the cat's alive or dead before we find out if the cat is indeed living or dead, breathing or not, then there's no use worrying. Worrying will not change the outcome. The outcome is already determined. You just don't know until you open the box. There you go. Schrodinger's cat. If you didn't know, now you know. And today in history was the day it was published to the first Erwin Schrodinger. What a beautiful name. Erwin, Erwin Schrodinger published it. Brilliant man. Schrodinger's cat. There you go. The first underground atomic explosion at Frenchman Flat, Nevada, 1951. What are you going to do? Lost Weekend, based on Charles R. Jackson, directed by Billy Wilder, starring Ray Millen and Jane Wyman, premieres. God, that's such a great movie, The Lost Weekend. Billy Wilder is one of the greatest directors of all time. Fun stuff. Anyway, let's keep going. Who's a... Hold on. Crew of slave ship Zong murder about 142 African slaves by dumping them into the sea to claim insurance. That's such a... You know what? That's such a sad thing. But if you don't know about the... Um, the slave ship Zong. So they 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 took all these slaves from Africa, dumped them into the ocean to claim the insurance on these lives. Do you think this stuff doesn't happen when um, when they're shipping animals? They just kill them to claim the uh, to claim the uh, insurance. When you assign dollars to lives, it never looks pretty. It's always going to be bad. Always, 100% of the time. Louisa May Alcott is her birthday. C.S. Lewis, all these wonderful writers. Jacques Chirac, when I was a kid, Jacques Chirac was like one of the, one of the most important, uh, he was the president of France. He was one of the most important um, politicians in the world. French's, he dominated by France's opposition to the uh, Saddam Hussein. Yep, he won against the right-wing Jean-Marie Le Pen, and Le Pen is, his party is still around. Jacques Chirac. What an interesting guy. When he died, I think he was the one where his mistress and his wife both showed up and they were cool with it. Such a weird thing, right? President of Tunisia, he was born today. Presidents and writers. But Louisa May Alcott, everyone knows who she is, right? She wrote Little Women. Little Women, I never heard of Little Men and Joe's Boys, but Little Women, they're still making versions of that. We never get rid of her. Louisa May Alcott, you know, Famous author. I think she's like a transcendentalist, feminist. What are you going to do? Who's Christian? Is he Doppler effect, right? He's a physicist, the frequency of wave and observer. Yeah. So he's the one who the Doppler effect as the siren it pats it recedes from an observer that illustrate the changing sound. You know that sound when like a something goes by you? It's like, woo, 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 and it goes by you. That's called the Doppler effect. <laughs> and they still use this technology or idea to measure traffic and things like that. The Doppler. Yeah, there he is. Christian Christian Doppler, physicist. He was Austrian in Österreich. Everyone loves him. Adam Clayton Powell Jr., congressman. Marked historic watershed for African-American politics. It's his highest office ever held by an African-American in Congress. In his role, he supported landmark social and civil rights legislation under JFK and LBJ.
All right, there you go. Oh, and C.S. Lewis. Everyone knows C.S. Lewis, right? He wrote all the Alice bullshit. <laughs> right? Didn't he write Alice in Wonderland? No, he wrote the Narnia. I, got, I get them confused. He wrote Narnia. He was the Christian the Christian nut job guy. Yeah. Um, there you go. I'm thinking Lewis Carroll and C.S. Lewis. Well, how embarrassing. I get them confused sometimes. You were born today too, Benji. Happy birthday, Benji. That's pretty cool. Who's the cat? Biden? OMG, Sky, full-on ageism this morning. Just because he's 34 doesn't make it right. <laughs> 34? Who are you talking about? <laughs> ageist, of course. <laughs> Who did I say was 34? I don't even, I don't even remember now. I don't even remember. I think your best ex-omnivore is literally true if you get breakable items delivered. Yeah, it's true. Benji, happy birthday, Benji. Thank you so much for celebrating your birthday with us. I appreciate you very, very much. I like I like that you're here. Happy birthday. Okay, so do you see any vegans? We have Vince Scully, Chadwick Boseman, dead. Poor Chadwick Boseman died of cancer, not vegan. Kathy Moriarty, um, the game. Hate or love it, the underdog's on top, but I'm going to shine on me until my heart stops. Yeah, huge. He was a he was going to be the be, the beginning of the renaissance of West Coast rap, and it did not work. But he was pretty cool for a while. The game, I don't think the game is vegan. I think it's fair to say I don't believe he is. Should we find out? Is the rapper the game vegan? No. I'm going to say we're generating, hold on, the AI is going to generate information about whether, there's no information about whether or not the rapper is vegan. There you go. There are lots of rappers who are vegan. He trained the vegan, he trains a lot, but I don't think the game is vegan. But Jermaine Dupree is, good to know. I didn't ask about Jermaine Dupree, I asked about the game. All right, what about Anna Ferris? Anna Ferris, she got... She was jilted by that jerk. Uh, what's his name? Chris Pratt, right? Wasn't Chris Pratt married to Anna Faris? Isn't that isn't that true? I, I find I find that true in my mind. I think Anna Faris was vegan. No, I don't think she's vegan. But she is funny. Let's see. Is Anna Faris actually eats in a day? She orders egg Benedict. She loves bagels and cream cheese. Anna Ferris is not vegan. So we have no vegan celebrity birthday today. Dang it. Oh, well. Sorry. Everyone's a piece of shit today. Except for Benji. Benji is vegan. And I think that he's great. So Benji. Let's see if Russell Wilson. Let's see. Let's just on a long shot. Hail Mary is Russell Wilson. Vegan. Is Russell Wilson vegan? He eats nine meals a day. He emphasizes protein. He eats meat, fish, or nuts. Oh, well. He's a piece of garbage, too. Sorry, everybody. I didn't mean to make that such a bummer, but let's find out who died today. That's always fun. Graham Hill died today. Dorothy Day. Cary Grant and George Harrison. Well, let's talk about George Harrison, I guess. You know, 
his whole thing. He here comes a sun. My guitar gently reads. All things must pass. Yeah, he uh, made incredible. You know, he was the most successful solo artist when the Beatles broke up. George Harrison, the guitar player, he was really cool, and um, I was really bummed when he died because you know I think he got stabbed. Someone broke into his house and stabbed him in his throat, and. I, I think it, I think that happened before I was born, and then he uh, he died of throat cancer. And a lot of people think, well, trauma can cause cancer. So sometimes people get shot, like in a war, and then later on they get cancer from that trauma. You know, years and years later, because of the way the cells have divided and things. So I th think that that person who stabbed him and tried to kill him actually succeeded, but um, his assassins succeeded in just a longer period of time. George Harrison died today, and I hope that you guys all have a better, better day than George Harrison. The Beatle played the guitar. He was great. He had such a good, that first album. There's so many songs that are like floating around my head right now because he had so many hits. I'm going to be listening to some George Harrison today on my way to Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina is where I'm headed next, as you, as uh, I already showed you with the press release from PETA. That's me. I'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina, mañana, well, tonight, but I'll be doing the show tomorrow with the chicken truck. So if you are anywhere near Charlotte and you'd like to meet me, come on out, hang out for a little bit. Wouldn't that be cool? Let's make this more social. Let's meet each other. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, he was the most successful. Why is he called the other Beatle by some? He's not called the other Beatle. That's not true. People are stupid who call him that. That's no one's ever called him that. He he was most successful. Like he had so many hits. He had the best, he had a huge solo album right out the gate. Ringo did too. They all had great solo careers. But George Harrison was making musical scores. He was playing on other people's albums. Like it took a while for Paul McCartney to actually catch up. But it was funny because Ringo and George actually came out the gate. Beatles broke up. They came out the gate. Huge successes. But, um, of course, John was killed and um, and Paul released uh, Wings albums. And Paul did, you know, it's a huge success as well. They're all, I mean, musical geniuses. Ringo was an actor and he wanted to be in movies and stuff. So, anyway... Enough about the Beatles. I don't want we can talk about the Beatles all day. There's there's so much stuff about that. He's not called the fifth Beatle. No, he isn't George Harrison. No. The fifth Beatle was that other guy. Um, I forget his name. He quit and became an artist. Who is the fifth Beatle? Let's see. An informal title that's been applied to anybody who is one point a member. Yeah, the original four: Paul McCartney, George McCarris, uh, George George Harrison, Ringo Starr. It's Pete Best. That's his name. Pete Best, Stuart Sutcliffe, and keyboardist Billy Preston. Yeah, those guys. I they made a whole movie about Stuart Sutcliffe called The Backbeat. That was great. Plead the Fifth Beatle. Uh, Stuart Sutcliffe. There was a really cool movie called Backbeat, and it was about Stuart Sutcliffe and his um leaving the beatles it's a fascinating film that if you're a beatles fan you should watch uh who else pete sutcliffe was the was the uh, sorry pete best was the drummer uh stuart sutcliffe was the was the bassist that paul paul was uh i think playing guitar at that point and he switched over to bass when um when sutcliffe left and then 
Billy Preston. Yeah. I've also heard of his man of the manager being called um, Brian Epstein. Yeah. Brian Epstein has also been called the fifth Beatle. So, but not George Harrison. Nobody calls him the fifth Beatle. No way. He was a, he was one of the, he's one of the fab four for sure. Gave a mansion to Hare Krishna movement. And by the way, he was vegan. So that's pretty cool too. Uh, George Harrison was a, was hardcore ethical vegan, and um, yeah, but he was killed by cancer, killed by an assassin in the night. I wonder where the Blue Beetle for, fits into that equation. <laughs> All right, the Blue Beetle doesn't fit into that equation. I haven't seen the movie yet. I don't know if I'm ever going to. I'll probably be coaxed into it eventually. All right, ladies and gentlemen, vegans of all ages, thank you so much for joining me. Please go to veganofcourse.net, and don't forget to like the video. Like, subscribe, do the things. Do, you know, be a nice person. Would you share the video? Just share the video with somebody. Let, let, let a vegan friend know that there's vegans out there that want to hang out with them. I appreciate you so friggin' much. Thanks. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Oh, wait. I forgot. This is your daily affirmation for vegans only. I'm sorry that I forgot about you. Um, this is my daily your daily affirmation for vegans only. If you aren't vegan, what the hell are you even doing here? I don't know why you're here. Um, you liked it and then you licked it. No affirmation. Thank you, Benny. I'm here. I know we're doing the affirmation. <clears throat> Empathy is action. I want to feel what others feel. It is a part of my humanity and I rejoice in my ability. Empathy is a verb and I undertake it with enthusiasm and wonder. I practice empathy because feelings are superpowers and I'm a superhero. Empathy makes me stronger in every other way and remains my compass in leading an ethical life. Thank you, vegans, for practicing empathy today. Don't forget, empathy is a verb. Empathy is action. And you are activists because of your empathy. Thank you. The word of the day. What was the word of the day again? Kinetic? No, that was yesterday. Detritus. Don't let the detritus get you down. <laughs> good, good save. Yeah. Ben needs his, day, his birthday affirmation. Be an empathy warrior. Thanks, everybody. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can't fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all From me to you, from Norfolk, Virginia, to wherever you are, you currently find yourself. Illegitimate non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down, because I need you, and we need each other, and the aminals need you most of all.